The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Hello, and welcome to Cast a Strong Style. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm back to talk World Tag League with my co-host, Terry's Boy. What's going on, Terry's Boy? Not too much, Don. Not too much. Ready to talk about some Tag League, you know? Yeah, the... the Follow up this is on the, what we talked about last time. Yep, yep. This is the rare uh, back-to-back with me and you because there was no uh, two nights of the best of the Super Juniors as uh, the whole tournament scene took a break uh, for a couple of days. So uh, much needed by me, much needed by the performers. I appreciate it. And that allows us to uh, talk about World Tag League and get everybody up to date on the most recent happenings because the best of the Super Juniors resumed uh, as we recorded this. Can't wait to watch that a little bit later. But this is Cast a Strong Style, brought to you by the CSPN. You can find us on the web at cspn.us. You can subscribe to Cast a Strong Style by searching both Cast of Strong Style and also the WrestleCast dash the CSPN. If you do search through the WrestleCast, all you need to look for is the New Day holding the WrestleCast sign, and Cast a Strong Style will show up in your uh, queue when new episodes are available. So Terry's boy night six started off with the Empire, the great Okan and Jeff Cobb versus Ishii and Yano. Okan grabs a face claw, but Yano grabs a referee to block the eliminator. After some assistance from Ishii, Yano gets the win with a low blow and a roll up. And all of a sudden, the Empire is on a little bit of a losing streak after they've been booked so strong throughout the beginning of this tournament. But Ishii and Yano still moving forward. Yeah, I think they're in the lead right now, right? Because mm-hmm. I think Ishii mentioned that in his post-match promo. Like, yep, first to 10 points. I mean, they are, other than, uh, yeah, other than GLD, they are the most experienced in terms of longest time in a union in the tag tournament. So, yeah, like I said, like, O'Karn, I think, was getting a little too full of himself. He's smelling his smelling himself a little too big, a little too over-reliant on Jeff Cobb, in my opinion. And again, the Jeff Cobb is dominant, but th- this is a tag tournament and you, you need to be a unit. And it, it still feels like O'Karn and Cobb do not work as a unit. They they work as two very strong, very physical. Single units, but you you don't really get a lot of tandem offense or double team moves from them. It's pretty much like your turn, my turn, your turn, my turn, your turn, my turn. Oh, sort of and, like uh, year one between uh, Dwayne Wade and LeBron. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of a lot of ISO wrestling. Yep that that is a that is a good metaphor. <laughs> And against again, uh, and Yano has shown repeatedly throughout this tournament, like I might not be the best wrestler, but I, I'm one of the smartest guys in this company. I, if there's a will, I will find a way. They call me the master thief for a reason. So 
when, like I said, when you're not a unit and you're fighting two guys who've been teaming forever, have known each other forever, like it, it's gonna come back to bite you. Hopefully, it can bounce back. But yeah, the 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 the, the Empire definitely got some chemistry issues they have to start out. If they they want to get some more points. I'm gonna I'm drop something on you that just came to me. Okay. Our truth is the Black Yano. He's figured out how to be the smartest man in the WWE. Yeah. <laughs> Look at what he does. Look at what his position is. He's got a, mm-hmm. he hosts. He's a co-host of Raw Talk, right? Yep. Okay, so that's pretty cushy, right? Yep. Show up, talk, interact with the you know talent, be irreverent, be our truth, right? Then. As far as his in-ring stuff goes, he has basically the hardcore title reincarnated, and everything he does is in a seven to eight minute span. Every time he does anything, it's sort of physical, but not really. Yeah, who's got a better gig than our truth? Nobody. That that is true, and they're both super over and sell a lot of merch and have a lot of Twitter followers. So yeah, and now that I think about it, yeah, I, has y'all don't taken any like real bumps in this tournament <laughs> other than to the exposed turnbuckle and same our truth? I, I can't think of the last time I saw a clip of Raw and, and it was like, ooh, that was a bad bump by Truth. So you know what you. You got a you got a good point there. <laughs> yeah, just a, you know, every once in a while the light bulb comes on and I get one of those, you know, uh, correlations. This works out perfectly. Um our next match we saw Bad Luck Fale and Chase Owens versus Tanahashi and Hanare. Hanare headbutt stunned Fale. A sliding lariat takes Fale off his knees for a near fall. The Hanara comeback ended with a grenade launcher, the grenade-assisted German suplex, getting the Bullet Club pair of Bad Luck Fale and Chase Owens the win and officially eliminating Hanares from a chance at winning the tournament. Yeah, kind of sucks that the, it was the babyface team that got eliminated first, but I guess Ghetto is like, hey... <laughs> Everybody Bullet Club is getting protected, <laughs> at least still till Wrestle Kingdom. I, I don't care. <laughs> They're all protected on some level. <laughs> like, I don't know what he's going to do with Chase. I mean, I guess Fale, Fale could go after one of the belts, like the, the U.S. title or the never, never title. Yeah, him and Shingo had some good interaction there. Yeah, so... I, I they could do some stuff with Fale, but uh, I don't know what they're gonna quite do with Chase. I mean, I guess maybe they could challenge for the six man belts, but yeah. You, you know again, what, you know. Oh, what, go ahead. You know what needs? I'm sorry. You know what needs to happen for Chase? He what? needs to he needs to stumble into the same role that Hangman Page found himself in, where it was like I don't know what they're gonna do with Hangman Page, and then all of a sudden he was wrestling young boys and he was beating them convincingly, and then that kind of you know lasted for a couple of weeks. Then he kind of like they started bumping him up into the tag team matches where he started wrestling against Tanahashi and he was showing out in in um, Okada. And next thing you know, he's got a couple of singles matches with those guys. And the next thing you know, 
You look back like two months later after like, I don't know what they're going to do with Hangman Page to be like, everybody like, we want to work with Hangman Page. He has a future in this company. And he's like, you know what, guys? I'm going to go hang out with my friends. They're about to start a new company. I'm going home. But that's the ascension he needs to get back. He needs to get to where he kind of goes from having beat up some young boys, establish himself, and then kind of work his way up through the Ishis and the guys who can really put on a good match with him where he can get that showcase and people can see he can really go. And then once he sees he can really go, then, you know, you get more and more people who want to wrestle him. I don't think if he wants to get to that, he's going to have to ratchet up the intensity a little bit. Because that is one thing Hangman always had is he he looks like a guy that's ready to fight. <laughs> <laughs> like he looks like, yep, mm-hmm, let, let's go smash somebody in the face. So Chase is a little too cool for school sometimes for me. So I'm going to need him to get a, a little nastier. But no, I mean... All those guys, Ren Narita, Clark Connors, Carl, Hanari, they, they do need somebody to work with. So, yeah, he, he could fill that gatekeeper role. He just he just got to want it. He got to go after it. He got to grab the bull by the horns. Old brass ring. Yeah, but, yeah, like like we said before, for Hanare, the, the story repeats itself. <laughs> Tana is just a liability, unfortunately, in this tournament. I don't know if it's G1 lingering that. And to his credit, he acknowledges it. Like he he always like, I'm I'm so sorry. Not, I know I let you down, I know I let the fans down. But like I said, I do think these reps are helping Hanare. He's, he's showing that intensity, that grit. We had a we've had like some nice little stories with some of these matches because I, I don't know if people remember, but Hanare before he went to the New Japan Dojo was a Fale Dojo graduate. And I remember Kevin Kelly and Chris Charlton telling the story about how his first day in the Fale Dojo, Hanare picked the fight with Fale, which of course he lost, but that 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 I like that about Hanari. He's he's always got that intensity. He's like, hey, I'm not here to talk a lot or wear fancy suits. Like I'm a warrior. I'm a fighter. I'm ripping my island culture, and I'm just give my all and just keep getting better. And hopefully, you know, like his senpai Juice and David Finley, he'll have that breakout moment pretty soon here. But yeah. I, I continue to like his grit, but yeah, just this this team just could not find their footing, unfortunately. Right, right. We have Evil and Yujiro versus Taichi and Zack Sabre Jr. Taichi hits a low blow on Evil, only for Yujiro to get a shot off with his cane. Yujiro drops Zack Sabre Jr. with the Incoli Slam. The pimp juice looks to follow, but Zack Sabre Jr. slips out and roll Yujiro up with a leg clutch for a near fall. Taichi comes in to hit Zack Mephisto, and the Dangerous Techers get the win. Yeah, very, very interesting. And I, I'm glad I listened to the English commentary on this because Kevin Kelly brought up a very interesting wrinkle like. Apparently, somebody broke down the numbers and then 
most of the matches, like, it's been, like, 90% in terms of ring time, you draw, like, 10% evil, and coincidentally, the last couple of matches where they lost, like, Yujiro's busting his butt. He seemingly has a victory in hand, and it, it, it just evil does not come through. Dick Togo gets foiled. So yeah, this that that might be a wrinkle to watch on this ongoing Bullet Club thing because Yujiro was pro team evil, but it's kind of like, is he gonna stay that way? Because evil is it does not seem to reciprocate. Yujiro's like loyalty at least thus far and uh I mean Zack and Taichi are the tag champs for a reason and I mean Suzuki Gun if, there, if there's anybody that's better at crafty hill tactics than Bullet Club it, it's Suzuki Gun so you, you knew considering they had already lost what a couple matches like the tag champs aren't gonna lose too many more matches, so yeah, they they pull one out, and uh, we'll, we'll see if, if Evil and Yujiro can get back on track, get on the same page. I really enjoyed uh, Taichi in this match. Um, uh, he seems to always turn it up when uh, Evil's involved. Um, and this was no different. So, yeah, really enjoyed that match, especially Taichi's role in it. Next up, we had Sonata and Shingo Takagi versus David Finley and Juice Robinson. Finley looked for an acid drop on Shingo, but it's blocked as the pair trade clotheslines. Finley countered Made in Japan with a roll-up for a near fall. From there, the left hand of God, Prima Nocta, and Pro Fiction batter Shingo. Juice dove into Sonata on the floor as an acid drop gets Finley the clean win over the never open weight champion. Yeah, real fast paced, fun match. Again, another baby face versus baby face match. Finn Juice starting to get in that high gear, start, starting to feel themselves, starting to, to, to get them those wins. And yeah, I, I, I don't know if you feel like this was an upset, but considering Shingo and Sonata's momentum. They were on, I think, one of the Japanese magazine covers. Like, this, this felt like an upset, but good hard fought win. And uh, yeah, it, I mean, Juice was kind of the star coming in with his G1 performance, but David Philly has come back with a bang to New Japan and it has been one of the MVPs of this tournament for me. So yeah, good, good stuff. Really high-level match. A lot of action, like you said. Fast-paced crowd was really into it because they like both teams. So there was, like, you know, dual, a lot of chanting and cheering going on. Clapping really is what mm-hmm. it's like because, you know, they can't cheer uh, yeah. due to rules. But, yes, you could tell that they were, you know, solidly behind both teams uh, as far as their reaction goes. So, yeah, stellar match. I, I really enjoyed the hell out of that semi-main event. That brought us to the main event, the Gorillas of Destiny, Tamatanga, Tangaloa versus Goto and Yoshihashi. Yoshihashi was pushed into a kendo stick shot from Jado, an assisted Tongan twist to Goto, and a back suplex neckbreaker combo to Yoshihashi has the Gorillas of Destiny back on top. A magic killer drew a two count on Yoshihashi as Goto broke up the pin. Yoshihashi avoided a stun gun and surprised Tamatanga with a Mahastraw-like cradle out of nowhere 
to get the flash win and Goto and Tacos defeat G-O-D. Yeah, pr- pretty surprising finish. I know when I watched that, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> it's over? Wow. And the Tomatonga's expression told the story. He just looked like, what the just happened? I got pinned by Yoshihashi, bro. Wow. <laughs> the but, hey. Dawkins, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, GLD kind of after, after turning it up and saying they were determined this was going to be their year. They were going to finally win it, then, then got caught back to back. Yeah, kind of kind of interesting. I thought this was a very interesting choice for main event when I first saw the line yeah. for the, the night. But it turned out to be a really good match. Very high level, uh, fast paced action. Um, Yoshihashi has just really been bringing the fire in these matches the last few nights of uh, the tournament, and this was no different. Um, <laughs> Tamatanga was just lining him up, he had it all figured out, and then all of a sudden, he got caught with that uh, roll up. And yeah, his facial expression was just like bewildered, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I lost it this dude goto that's one thing but this dude oh no so and you know another great booking job by ghetto you know letting you know that these matches don't always follow the formula just when you think the formula has been to set in he pulls the rug out from under you and gives you something different and that was definitely uh the finish to this match yeah and a, a big win for Goto and Yoshihashi. They're, they're, they're starting to get their groove back. This is Cast a Strong Style. I'm your host, Don DeLorente. I'm here with my co-host, Terry's Boy. And we are reviewing the World Tag League, Night 6 and 7. So we're going to move into Night 7 as we have Evil and Yujiro versus the Empire, Great Okan and Jeff Cobb. Dick Togo's in with the spoiler choker. Okan pulls away from the pulls away the piano wire and hits a Mongolian chop. Okan then throws Yujiro into evil, knocking the latter out of the ring. From there, Yujiro is thrown into the tour of the islands, and the Empire, Great Okan, and Jeff Cobb get back on track with a win over Evil and Yujiro. Yeah, not gonna lie. At the at the beginning of this match, I, I wasn't really feeling it because obviously these are a two teams of big burly man, so it, it was kind of slow to start. And you know, Bullet Club, you gotta have the shenanigans. But once they got going, it's like okay, not one of the best openers of the tournament, but but solid. And again, the Dick Togo is, is not really earning his keep anymore. The evil is starting to get foiled now. It, it, he was riding high into the tournament, but now he seems to have come back to earth. And yeah, you gotta wonder when enough is gonna be enough for you, Jerome. He's just gonna be like, yeah, screw you guys. I'm going back with everybody else. But <laughs> yeah, the, the Empire got a, a much needed win. <laughs> got back on track. Definitely. Bad Luck Fale and Chase Owens versus Goto and Yoshihashi. 
Owens tries for a roll-up, getting a near-fall. Yoshihashi super kick sets off an Ushiguroshi. From there, the GYW plants Owens in the middle of the ring for the win, and Goto and Yoshihashi coming off their main event win in night six. Uh, follow it up with in night seven with a win over Fale and Chase Owens. Um, they've been coming on strong here lately the past three nights. Yeah, I mean, I think maybe part of it might be, you know, looking at Ishii and Yano with 10 points and be like, we can't let our KS brothers lap us go. We got to earn our keep. And, you know, it, it probably didn't hurt that the, they were facing two Bullet Club teams. It, it seems like Chaos is always, like, ready for a fight against Bullet Club. That, that <laughs> the tremors of Kenny and Okada seem to remain because it seems like every time you get chaos and Bullet Club in some kind of multi-man match, which we don't get that often recently, it's it's like really fired up stuff. And uh, yeah, Yoshihashi and Goto in the mix. A lot of fun, Yoshihashi and Goto right now. They are definitely rationing things up and uh, picking up a lot of steam uh, going towards uh, the ending of the, of the tournament. I guess they're peaking right at the right time, you could say. Um, yeah. So there we go with that. Next up, we have Ishii and Yano versus Tanahashi and Hanare. Tanahashi misses a charge to the corner, then Yano baited Hanare into the ropes for a rebound German suplex. A sliding lariat from Ishii almost got the win. A second lariat from Ishii dropped Hanare for a near fall. The sheer drop brain buster came to naught, as did Hanare's attempt, as he instead hit the headbutt, followed by a rear spin kick before the uh, toe bottom was counted into the brain buster from Ishii for the win. As Ishii and Yano continue their strong tournament, pick up another win, Tanahashi and Hanare suffer another loss. Yeah, man, it really sucks because at the end there, I'm like, is Hanare going to do it? Is he going to do it? Oh, man, no. <laughs> Ishii got the brain buster because, yeah, like, this, this was a really, really, really strong match, especially, like, the closing sequence, like I said. If you've been listening, you guys been singing, hearing me sing the praises of Hanari. This this was another strong performance by him, man. Man, he was he was so close. And again, I, I like because I, I listened to this later, so I got to hear the English commentary. And Hanari even mentioned in his promo, like Ishii is one of those guys since he started. Hanari's been trying to beat, because if I remember correctly, I think they had a match last year that, that Ishii won, but was a competitive match. But yeah, Hanari was brought it up in his post-match. He was like, I lost again, Ishii, but I'm, I'm getting closer and closer, and uh, we didn't talk about it, but you know, I say about in the midpoint of this match, he had a, a little striking contest between Tanahashi and Ishii, so I don't, I don't know if they're doing a program, but I know Ishii in his post-match promo was like, yeah, Tana, nobody gonna say this to you, but you're too nice. You need to get mean, and when you do, come fight me, because uh, <laughs> that was fun, so I don't know. I mean, Tana doesn't have anything to do. Ishii doesn't have anything to do right now at Wrestle Kingdom. Hey, if you just want to have a match, that's a great match. I, I don't know about you, Don, but I watch 
uh, Tanahashi Ishii match. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Definitely let those two guys go at it, beat the heck out of each other, and then hug at the end. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. I mean, if you gotta have a match with like no title stakes, that's just like, hey, we just want to make the Japanese fans and the fans at home happy. I mean, you could do way worse. Oh yeah, for 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 sure. For sure. Next up, we come to Tamatanga and Tangaloa versus Sonata and Shingo. Sonata's left alone uh, with Tamatanga, but his skull end is countered into a roll-up for a near fall. Next up, they went back and forth on Dragon Sleepers, backflipping in and out of the hole. Tama tries for a stun gun, but it's blocked as Sonata switches into a swinging Dragon Sleeper. Jado came in to break it up with the kendo stick, and we hit excuse me, Tamatanga hits the gun stun and the Gorillas of Destiny are your winners. Yeah, kind of, kind of surprising finish that GLD won with Shingo Sonata and their momentum and that Tama won with his old finisher that he inherited from Machine Gun Carl Edison that he hasn't used for a while. The old stun gun RKO. So, yeah, that was kind of interesting because it seemed like, I don't know if it's because it was Sonata, but seemed like Tama Tonga kind of channeled some of his older self, you know, the master counter wrestler, the best defensive wrestler, New Japan, Tama Tonga. And, yeah, so seeing those two go back and forth was pretty fun. Tangelo and Shingo had some nice exchanges, but, yeah. G-O-D, now that they they cut down the shaggins has had some strong performances they 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 picked up their their tempo in their matches they're, they're going a lot faster so uh yeah this this, this is a good match like i said a surprising outcome but good stuff i have really enjoyed sonata and shingo even in losses um they have been very entertaining very strong um, tag team uh, chemistry forming match by match. Um, so even though in a loss, uh, I was very impressed uh, coming out of this match against a, a grizzled long-term tag team in G.O.D. I thought they were right there step for step with them. Mm-hmm. Then that brings us to our main event of the evening. David Finley and Juice Robinson versus Zack Sabre Jr. and Taichi. An acid drop is countered as the champions look for Zack Mephisto. Juice Robinson stops that with the left hand of God to Zack Sabre Jr., then one to Taichi. A prima nocta and a pulp fiction left Taichi open as Finley's acid drop gets the win as Finjuice pin the tag team champion. Yeah, Finn Juice and deservedly so were, were feeling themselves after this match because they, they were taunting Zach and Tai Chi. I know David Finley was really, like, really impassioned in the post-match promo. Like, we're going to repeat as champions. We're the best tag team in this company. Do not count us out. We're just getting started. We just beat the tag champs. We're going to Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like uh, I, I'm, I'm liking the, the confidence from Finn Juice. Uh, they went like. I mean, how can you not like these guys? Like they're they're the best bromance. Well, maybe second because I do like Zach and Taichi and New Japan. Like 
it's just, you know, it's, it's nice to see tag teams that are friends because, you know, sometimes in other companies, it, you don't really get that sense. It's like, okay, these guys are a team. Maybe they're friends. Maybe they hang out. But I, I like Finn Juice has that New Day vibe. It's like, oh, no, these guys are really best friends. It's not a gimmick. They're, they're really best buddies, and they love wrestling and fighting together. And, uh, yeah, really – Really strong match. Like, Finn just had to fight from behind. And, and again, like, it, in these wins, it, it, interestingly enough, it has not been Juice that's carrying the team. It has been David Finley again. And, yeah, he, he's really stepping it up. He, he seems super motivated. And I'm liking his, his energy and his passion. And, uh, like, they brought up on commentary, you know, very – Methodical strategy by Dangerous Techers. They they went after the arm that I almost forgot because it <laughs> seems like so long ago, but you forget. Like, yeah, last year, David Finley was out most of the year with, was it a shoulder surgery or rotator mm, cup? Rotator I think cup. or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And it, it, it doesn't seem like he has a shoulder. He doesn't move like a guy, but it's like, oh, yeah, I, I didn't think about that. Nice. Of course, Zach me in the Submission master would think about like, yeah, one of these guys has a bad eye. Let's work over the eye and try and get some submissions. So yeah, I like that. Like little, like little things, like the the little things, especially in tag team matches, can make all the difference. And that that little kind of stuff is what what makes Dangerous Techers a great team and just a, and set up like I said a, a great win for Finjuice. Yeah, man, it's definitely um, been a pretty awesome ride for Finn Juice. I mean, considering they won the World Tag League, which was last December. Mm-hmm. They, had a, they, you know, they were on Wrestle Kingdom for the first time. Then they come into the new year thinking they're going to have all these great things happen for them. And what happens? The dang on pandemic hits and they both have um to you know sit out for you know more than three months almost six months in the case of david finley and now you know they're back and they're starting to hit that group again that same groove that they were in last year that got them the world tag league championships to begin with so um it's gonna be really fun when they have to face Jano and ishii yeah, yeah, that's going to be a tough <laughs> challenge. And it's going to be interesting because, you know, a lot of guys treat this World Tag League Tour like, hey, World Tag League. But you can really tell, like, Finley especially, and it makes sense, it's like if he doesn't win this Tag League, like, he might not be on Wrestle Kingdom. Like, Juice can always fall back on the fact that he's a former champion. He's a former U.S. champion. Like, he's been in G1. He's had title shots at the IC belt and other belts. Like, whereas Finley kind of always kind of been his partner shadow, at least thus far. So you you really get that sense. He's like, no, like we were denied, like you said, because of the pandemic. Like, this is going to be our year. He even brought it up in their post-match promo. He's like, when we win the belts, we're not going to lose it in our first defense <laughs> like last time. Like, this is 2021 is going to be the year of Finn Juice and David Finley. So, you know, like I said, 
And that's the nice thing about New Japan is a guy like could have all that enthusiasm in the world in another company, but if you're not the boss's favorite, it's like, eh, whatever. But New Japan is like, okay, you got some momentum. Ghetto's like, all right, I'm, I'm going to give you something. I don't know what, but I'm going to try and give you something because obviously the fans in Japan appreciate hard work. That, that's really all you have to do. The, the other character stuff is nice, but in New Japan, if you work hard, good things can happen for you. Yeah, it's the, definitely the true land of opportunity. Um I'm definitely excited for what is coming down the line for Finjuice. Like you said, hopefully they can, you know, reestablish everything that we thought um, were going to happen coming into this year for them uh, going forward throughout the rest of the Tag League and heading into Wrestle Kingdom. Um, It will be good in a couple of weeks to get the build to Wrestle Kingdom going back again. I'm kind of ready to see, um, you know, the major players, Naito, Okada, Will, um, Abushi, Jay White, you know, it's been a little bit um, of time since we've seen them. So I'm ready to see them uh, get some more interaction and, and start this build towards Wrestle Kingdom. Um, have you have you been watching the intermission? Have you seen the dude that they've got like Don King hyping up Wrestle Kingdom? I have not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have like a Japanese version of like a Don King. Uh, oh, okay. It's, it's usually during the intermission, so I don't know if you, you know, if you like me, you fast forward it. But this particular day, I did not fast forward it. Just kind of got caught up in something else. I happened to look up and was like, is he supposed to be Don King? <laughs> and uh, yeah, so he was like, you know, basically being the hype man for uh, Wrestle Kingdom. So it's a, it a pretty cool commercial. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like you said, you know, obviously enjoying these tournaments, but yeah, it'll be interesting to, to see the the rest of the build to Wrestle Kingdom. Because, like I said, we got Shingo. He doesn't have a clear contender for the Never title yet. We'll, we'll see what happens with the U.S. title situation based on what happens in another company tonight. So, yeah, it's, it's gonna be. I think if anybody was kind of. Hesitant going in. I think this is going to end up being pretty two pretty solid cars and, and good shows. So, I mean, I'm excited to see what Ghetto cooks up. Definitely. And hey, you know, we we even got some titles that last year were maybe like, eh, like you know, this year if they have like say a six man title match or a six man gauntlet, I will actually be excited for that. Like that that belt actually means something. Now. Yeah, uh, thanks to uh, uh, Ishii Goto and uh, Yoshihashi, they've definitely elevated the importance of the belts. They feel like they like defending the belts, and it's not just an afterthought, kind of like the way that um, you know it was in, in LIJ uh, for so long when they had the belts. Like It was just like such a chore for them to have to come out here and defend the belts, whereas uh, the title holders now seem really excited and really enthused to put on a great match. So, yes, I'm looking forward to anything that, you know, anything that has Ishii in it in a big setting, I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, at this time, Mr. Terry's boy, I'm going to turn it over to you for your shout-outs and thank yous. 
Uh, shout out to you, Dar. Thanks for having me on again. Shout out to Anwar. Shout out to all the Cast Stone style folks. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And uh, yeah, you know, if we, we didn't convince you to watch Tag League, I think I would definitely say if you got a few hours, like the last two or three shows that have been really star. Like I, I would legit recommend the last three shows. Like if you got some time. Watch them, especially in the main events, because it's been actually high quality stuff. Yeah, that's the same thing I feel uh, for the best of the Super Juniors. It feels like these last, like, I don't know, three or four days, they really been starting to kind of turn the wick up a little bit. I think maybe everybody was just trying to get to the last two weeks, uh, you know, without you know burnout or injury. And now, you know, they see the finish line and they're just you know coming downhill at it now uh full steam ahead so yeah i definitely feel like the tournament in both senses are starting to pick up as far as the quality of the matches uh in ring uh i'd like to give my shout out to terry's boy of course for joining me here on this edition of cast strong style mr anwar starwin always a good time talking with him on uh new japan and other uh you know, topics as well that you can also listen to on the dark match over on the Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash CSPN media. You can also hear Terry's voice thoughts on some, uh, you know, topics besides, uh, new Japan pro wrestling as well. We talked some AEW, some NXT. So please check out the dark match over on the Patreon page. Check out the raw cast, NXT cast, SmackDown matters, all the shows here throughout the WrestleCast network. We greatly appreciate everybody who uses the hashtag multiple times in a week to share their commentary with color. So much fun. Greatly um, respect your opinions, um, you know, insights and everything like that. Please share, rate, and review the podcast uh, on the network. We greatly appreciate that as well. Also, support the podcast by shopping with our sponsors. Click on the tab that says Keep Our Podcast Free on the webpage at CSPN.us. Some of that purchase will come back to the CSPN to help keep the shows free each and every week. So for my co-host, Mr. Terry's Boy, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been Cast of Strong Style. Cast, Cast of Strong Style. Strong style.